here we are again. Another episode of Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, your intuitive life and development coach, and I'm so grateful that you joined me here and that you continue to share the podcast. It is currently in the top 10 percentage of all podcasts in number of downloads, and that's because of you, because you're listening today and your energy goes out, ripples out, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful and amazed and so excited like to <laughs> meet all the people who are listening so we could have great conversations. I would just love that. I would absolutely, well, it's why I do this. I want to share the information and have it readily available, and then you could determine if it works for you, if it doesn't work for you. And this is one of the episodes where I cover a chapter in the book I wrote in 2012, never really promoted it. Um, it was a bumpy time. My husband got really sick. Actually, he was in major surgery when the books were delivered to my house. And it kind of lost its place in all of that because priorities, man, keeping somebody alive is a priority. So I'm hoping to give a resurgence to this work that I did. I'll rework it possibly, but the information is so timeless that I thought this is one way that I can put it out there and have people benefiting from it and share in your own expansion and to just give it a little bit of love because it worked through me. I do believe I was guided to write most of it and it feels like I never really loved it much. So this is me loving the book, me being grateful for how it came about and then giving you some information. So my book is called Everyone Has an It, Learning to Accept, Accentuate and Appreciate Yours. I know it's a mouthful, but it was suggested that I have a subtitle. And if I were to go back again, when I rework this, the it is about that it factor. And I don't know that we really say that anymore. So it might need a new title, but everyone has an it. What it is, isn't necessarily known, but we all have one. What is your it? Do you even know if you have one? If you did, would you want to name it, claim it or blame it? Where could you take your it? Sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing, doesn't it? Would you want to display it? Would you want others to even know you have one? Well, that would depend on where you are in accepting of self and all the wonderful things that go along with finding out who you are and how many it's you have. You see, it doesn't discriminate. They are like belly buttons. Everyone has one and you probably don't pay too much attention to it until you realize Someone else has one. And then you wonder, is mine the same? Is mine missing something? Is mine defective? What would they say about mine? As random as it may sound, that resonated, didn't it? You started thinking about what was yours like and does it compare? Do you have an innie? Do you have an outie? Do you have uh, two because you had to have a surgery? Um, silly really when it's our individuality that makes this universe go around and around. Diversity is one of the most exciting things we have going for us as souls. The intention of my book is to help you not only identify what it is you have, but to become so comfortable in having an it that you relish in finding more. Each time you realize you have something that is calling to you, you get excited because there is one more layer of truth and individuality you can uncover. Not easy for me to say. How exciting would it be to be able to look at your its and celebrate them or at least refrain from groaning in their presence. So what exactly is an it? 
And you should know it in this case are capitalized IT and not the IT department. And it is, although it's hysterical, as a little side note, I'll get these promotional phone calls and, um, you know, we want to take your book on. Most of them are scams. Publisher's going to reach out to you directly. Publishers, I'm here. Reach out directly. But they'll say on my voicemail, we're calling about your book. Everyone has an IT, <laughs> uh, which just shows me they didn't read up to page four. So anyway, and it is individual as well as a group of wonderful characteristics, thought patterns, belief systems, and behaviors that have been cultivated during your life's journey. It can be a great thing like inner truth, or it can be another great thing like inner trickster. Ah, you thought I was going to say a bad thing, didn't you? No, just because something comes up that isn't the most favorable light doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. This is what I would like to help you shift your belief and patterns around. There isn't anything bad or negative about you or who you are. While there may be some stuff that you could benefit from tweaking a bit, it doesn't mean it's bad. All of us got to be who we are through the various experiences in our lives. And when we accept that and realize we can only move from today, the load gets a bit lighter and the journey gets to be more fun. When one considers that, although we all have different packaging, there's a lot of commonality underneath. There is often a similarity in our behaviors and our actions. I'm not a mental health professional, but I have seen my share of individuals in an advising capacity. And one thing I have come to notice is just how alike we really are. Individuality is a wonderful thing. And I know how special each person's soul is. And I honor that uniqueness. It has been my observation that while searching for that special sense of self, that we tend to mimic patterns and behaviors and downright quirky trends. Hello, tick-tock. One only has to look to the news programs or social media to realize how much we all want to be alike and belong while striving for our own sense of self. It is in this observation that I ask myself, what is it that makes us all have it, want it, create it, and live it? Why is it that we don't always want to admit we have one? In this compilation of stories and experiences and techniques, I hope to help you become more comfortable with your it and perhaps even be able to embrace whatever it is you are working on, enhancing, creating, releasing, challenging, and believing. And like I said on the previous podcast, this work is meant to be taken in bite-sized pieces. Uh, you can skip around each chapter if you'd like to go by. It's on Amazon. Um, I thank you for listening and as always being part of my journey. So this week... What I'm talking about is your current it. Identifying what one is currently working on can take a lot of stress out of life. We often push against the energy of change. So we end up ignoring what is right in front of us. And that's often easier. As one of my brilliant clients said once that I said before, it takes courage to imagine your life different. It does. But the ability to see different scenarios in the beauty of being human, being eternal, and being a soul, you can work up to that courage and being willing to look at it and whatever you're feeling and whatever comes up in your life that is now, it's really important to pay attention to. And if you're not looking at your current it, it's going to create more conflict within you and So this week's under your current id is inner truth. 
Get it? Inner truth, IT. When one hears the word inner truth, there can be like a cringe that goes through the system. It's a reaction, I believe, that inner truth is harder to find than it really is. And of course, it's going to be different for every person as we're all different souls, but it's still something that's very accessible. I, we really make this stuff too hard. We need to dial it down a little bit and go with easy. It would be my desire that everyone would find whatever it is for them and allow themselves to know the peace and absolutely amazing, wonderful feeling that comes from connecting with self and soul. This feeling, space, realization, whatever the adjective is, is what sustains us. It keeps us striving for more and it allows us to expand beyond where we are at any given moment. It's very much our personal GPS system guiding us to that whole feeling and that our soul knew and knows is possible for your being to achieve. We're not meant to be stagnant. Every organism that is of this universe is constantly growing and raising its vibrational frequency. We all have a knowing that this is the exciting part of our journey, the constant desire for more. It doesn't have to be frenetic in that constant drive. For some, this will be the con in the context of stuff. For others, it might be spiritual fulfillment. For others, it may be cultivating a talent that comes naturally, but they don't really understand. It's really of no matter where the desire manifests itself. It's more that the individual realizes it's great and it's natural and it's something to delve into with excitement. Have you ever wondered where your soul is? How you can be in touch with it? How you can use it and communicate with it with your human senses as well as your intuition? I wondered this for a long time and as I practiced and learned how to do it, I have now created a course that you can take that is self-guided along with some live events with me that can help you to connect to your soul as well and to use this amazing collaboration between your human self and your soul to empower your life, to create what you'd like to have and most importantly, to be able to feel that you belong that you are amazing and then what would you like to do with that in the world so head on over to the website vickybaird.com check it out and sign up and let me know if you need any help it's been my experience that we allow fear to hold us back we allow it to keep us from that place of understanding in self and others we may have been conditioned to react to good things with a skepticism that wasn't in us when we came into this earthly, earthly realm. And this may have come from meaning individuals, from teachers, from well-meaning individuals and teachers in our lives, both of the traditional variety and the ones that we meet socially along our journey, or from our own ingrained anxiety. Wherever it comes from, it is interesting to me that we, over time, become oblivious to the vibration of energy and that fear and excitement actually have the same vibration in the universe. They resonate in a similar frequency, but where we've been taught is where we will align. So feel, feel about that for a minute. Think of a time when you were anxious, nervous, or otherwise zinging with energy that felt unsupportive or negative. If you're in a dangerous situation, you need to pay attention to the fact that fear is a life skill survival. It will help you to know to get out of that dark alley. But if you're not, could that feeling you have been experiencing be excitement if you approached the zing differently? 
If you had taken a moment to really feel it, would it have felt like excitement? Perhaps a new chapter in your life or an opportunity to become clear on the direction your life was taking presented itself and you are in the habit of seeing it as a scary thing. Um, Maybe somebody asked you to take on a task at work and you felt like it was over your head and you weren't capable of doing it. But if you had paused, could you maybe have felt the excitement that was there that you get to grow and learn something else? I mean, you've been learning since the moment you got here. So it stands to reason it's going to keep going. So we're going to explore that a little bit more in following chapters where you learn how to shift that reactive muscle from fear to excitement. And it can be fun. Doesn't Everything doesn't have to be like this deep work. Um, I actually believe if you bring more joy to your spiritual work, you will feel the reverence for it while connecting to the lit up energy about being alive. But for now, let's look at how to find the inner truth that seems so elusive. Take a moment to look at what means a lot to you. That'll help you to locate the door to that truth. So here are a couple questions. Is it important that people are honest? Does it bother you when you feel something or someone has been wronged? Is there an aspect of your personality that you deny out of fear of exposing it to others? I call this what will people think syndrome. Do others possess something that you would love to have? This can be in the physical, such as jobs, homes, or it can be emotional, such as a sense of self or peace within them. If you were to finish this sentence, what would you say? If there is one thing I know I stand for, it is. Okay. Have you recognized the door? Have you found something that you can feel excited about entering? And it's completely okay if you haven't. I realize this is in listening form and you might not be seated enough and calm enough and focused enough to even connect with this. Maybe you're walking or doing chores or driving or something. But I invite you to consider those questions. Go back and rewind this and consider the questions. You will begin to understand what is important for you to open up if you keep asking yourself questions until something creates a feeling of excitement. And remember to be aware that if the feeling is anxiety or stress, to look at that as it may be excitement dressed in another clothing. When you find the door, you are then going to utilize the key to unlock the door. This key consists of the abilities you already possess. Those that you may not be aware you have or have overlooked and maybe you don't realize how special you really are. In the groups that I've led, I ask many times for those that are participating to do this next exercise. And most often they look at me like I have five heads, not a forehead, five heads. <laughs> I am used to that look. So for the most part, I find it amusing. If you feel so inclined to say something like, has she lost her marbles or she's got to be kidding? Go for it. I can take it. But take a few moments to write out all the supportive, exciting, joyful, I'm all that and a bag of chips qualities you possess. Yes, all of them. Want a couple suggestions? I'll get you started. I am at heart a good person. I love to help others. I intend to bring joy wherever I go. I can organize anything. 
Animals love me. I sing, dance, paint, write, sculpt, cook, speak, etc. very well. I have a great sense of humor. And even if you're the only one that thinks you're funny, especially if you're the only one who thinks you're funny, because that's you appreciating your own humor. I crack myself up every day. So continue to write down those characteristics. And you may come up with some as you're walking through life and becoming more conscious of observing yourself. You can use your daily life to give you inspiration about what you do well, but also how you interact with self and others. Now, when you have that completed and you're feeling great about yourself, ask three other people to give you their list of who they see you are. This is where I usually get accused of losing my marbles. But please choose those that are going to be honest as well as complimentary. This is the part where the groups usually groan because it's hard to ask others what they like about ourselves, but I promise the result is often amazing. And I know how we feel about ourselves is most important. I also know we rarely recognize our greatness and others are often happy to do so if we give them the chance. And that's why I say choose people who are honest as well as complimentary because some of my dearest friends are the ones that will say to me, Vicki, you're, you're not being very nice to yourself right there. Or I've noticed this in you. You have this characteristic. And sometimes we do need to hear it outside of ourselves to be, be able to integrate it within. So once you've compiled some of this data, sit back and absorb it. Allow yourself to revel in the feeling of positive reinforcement. Too much of our life is based on negative motivational response system. We do things because we are afraid of the outcome if we don't, but often that garners a completely opposite effect of what we really want in our lives. Energy is energy. So what we pay attention to, we get, whether it's something seemingly positive or not. When we focus on negative aspects of our personality, it heightens that area. So it's my intention to help you realign and focus on what is great about you and build on it until you know that you have all it takes to connect with your inner truth and be willing to live it as well. So that's it for that chapter. It's a short one, and yet it's got some pretty in-depth questions. Um, They seem simple, but when you dig into them, there's some more work that can be done there. And your inner truth will likely change over time because as you begin to expand some things that you heard or felt about before might change as a result of your expansion. So this stuff's kind of fluid and timeless, like I said. So thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you. And I hope you're enjoying these uh, shorter recordings that allow you to maybe get it in on your commute. And take care of you, be well out there, and I'll see you in the next episode. If this is something you feel would be beneficial to you, feel free to pop on over to the website, vickybaird.com, V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com, or at Coach Vicki Baird on all the social platforms.